Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It's Super Wild Card Weekend, and it has been a little bit wild. We've got a Vikings fan in the house. We've got a Giants fan in the house. We've got a Patriots fan in the house. I got no skin in the game whatsoever. So it's neither does it. Tyler. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. Fourth and eight. Oh, well. checks down to Hawkinson, and season's over. <clears throat> da, da, da. Good times, good times. What happened to Justin Jefferson? He just appeared in the second half, Tyler. <laughs> That's all coaching. I mean. It, it, it's happened how many times this year? It's it's he's ridiculous. had a few duds. Yeah. It, it's almost where he starts off the first quarter with like five catches, and you're like, holy crap, he's gonna have like a twenty catch game, and then like, well, we got him his share. Let's just move on and and worry about. It was a, it was like Diggs today. First quarter has almost hundred yards, and then ends the game with like hundred and twenty. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Like it was working. You're getting this guy open. You. It, it's almost like how. Um, O'Connell, he's the guy that, you know, you have the first 20 plays of the game scripted out. And then after that, he doesn't know what the fuck's gonna, he's going to do with Jefferson. Like, he's scripted out these 20 plays for Jefferson. And then after that, it's like, oh, shit, we have this guy, Justin Jefferson, on the team. We should get him the ball. He's the best receiver in the game. Like, oh, my God. I think uh, I think something happened, like someone winked or something like that. Uh, maybe Wink Martindale saw. Martindale saw what was going on there and uh lucky put a you stop ha- to it you lucky you have a win because that was terrible <laughs> <laughs> that's true and speaking of wins we are going to go over our hot take episode it's the accountability episode which i love so much because we can go back we can look at the takes that we had and then we can be like oh wow i was super way off or we can dance around and celebrate like crazy men and be like this is why you listen because we hit on this you're welcome if you took our advice or not advice on a hot take episode but if you're like, oh, I feel what that's going on. Let me go trade for this guy. Then maybe you netted some nice profit. So that's what we're here to do today. But before we do that, want to make sure that you're checking us out on YouTube every week, 9 o'clock Eastern. Usually the three of us, but, you know, it might be two two people. might be one person. might be subbing some people out. We're crazy. You never know what's going to happen here on Dynasty Happy Hour. So make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. That would be awesome. Every Sunday night we'll be here. You can chat in the chat box. We'll answer your questions as we go while we can. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And what else is awesome is feeling smooth, feeling fresh, and just being in the best condition you can be in for your lady. And that's with Manscaped. And you can do that. You can shave all your parts. You're not going to get cut. You're not going to get nicked. You're not going to bleed, which is a great thing. I think we've all had those stories where we tried to be cute and been like, oops. And then, like, yeah, we got little tissue dabs and doing our thing. You don't need that. Manscaped is awesome. You'll be dolphin smooth. You got the trimmer. It's got a light on it. It's rechargeable. Nose hairs, ear hairs, they're a thing of the past. They're going to give you that trimmer as well, as well as all the stuff to make your stuff fresh, clean, just an awesome experience. I'm telling you now. No complaints here is all I'm going to say. So make sure you check out Manscaped. Use code DHH and get 20% off at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you for it. They talk to me all the time, and they constantly thank me. It's actually kind of annoying after a while. Not going to be honest. All right, let's get into some news. 
it's mostly coaching news, but there is some player stuff in here as well. Cliff Kingsbury, he's been fired, and he took a one-way ticket to Thailand. Maybe he's hanging out in Bangkok, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, Fox's Peter Schrager reports former Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury in Thailand and is not interested in coaching next season. You know, with his looks, he's probably just over there slaying. So, he's getting $7 million a year from the Cardinals. Not a care in the world. There is a scene on The Office. I'm re-watching The Office right now, and it was perfect timing, where if you've seen the show, Ryan who was the temp became the you know the higher up and then he gets fired for money laundering and all that well he goes to thailand and they're like well how ryan like because he's like aren't you guys gonna ask me about thailand and they're like well how was thailand he goes it's indescribable like that's (laughs) i i just watched that episode after like right before this announcement happened so all i could think of was was Cliff Kingsbury going to going to Thailand, just being like, "Can I can I blow awesome. your mind?" And you're probably going to not respect me as much after I say this. I have never watched a full episode of The Office. Me either. Don't That's worry. That's fair. I mean, oh, it's, two versus two versus. It's one literally two. a show that you're. Gonna I know it's hate funny. I or yeah, like I it, just yeah. There's something about I comedy it. sitcoms. I you know, as I've gotten older, I just I like I Parks and Rec. Them. I heard is great. Always Sunny's great. I can't. I just I don't know. Always Sunny is a classic. I know. And then even like, like Family Guy, like anime, I can't. So I think Cliff Kingsbury's just gonna hang out in uh, Thailand probably for the rest of his life. I heard you can live like a king there for like eight dollars a day. Yeah, and he's making seven and a half million from the Cardinals <laughs> for the next the handful king. of years. So he is the king there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna name it Kingsbury Land is what they're gonna do. Nice. Uh, so the Houston Chronicle is reporting that Texans wide receiver Brandon Cooks has told the team. He doesn't want to be part of their rebuilding process. Not a real big surprise. He was kind of a diva at the trade deadline. And then, you know, he had an injury and then he came back and played the last couple of games. So, Fake injury. <clears throat> yeah. So Brandon Cooks, you know, the Texans are looking to get as much draft capital as possible. So it wouldn't surprise me if they move him for a fourth, fifth round pick. Um, there's going to be some receiver needy teams in this league that are looking for an, I wouldn't call Cooks an alpha, but I think he's still got juice. Um, so there'll be teams that are looking to get him. So wouldn't be surprised to see him moved on draft day or beforehand. So keep an eye out on that. And uh, all the Nico Collins and all the John Mechie, his recovery looks like it's going really well. He's a sneaky buy right now um, if you're looking to get a receiver on the low. So go ahead and invest in Mechie because he should be some target shares. Maybe they get a quarterback. Let's hope. Who knows? They will. Uh, Yeah. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports the Rams are expected to pick up quarterback Matt Stafford's 2023 option bonus and 2024 salary this offseason and then espn's diana rossini reports that sean mcveigh informed members of the rams organization that he'll be staying on as head coach and i've got some breaking news aaron donald said he is a former los angeles ram on his twitter account bye-bye did he sneakily retire and just walk off to go fight grizzly bears for the rest of his life (laughs) because That's my nickname for him has always been the grizzly bear because he just looks like one. Um, so maybe Aaron Donald retired. That'll give them some cap relief. God knows they need it. <laughs> he came out um, saying that it was kind of misinterpreted. But, I mean, you don't put that without. Yeah, you do that on yeah. purpose. You don't go be like, oh, I accidentally typed former. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha, guys. Whoops. Um, and he just restructured his deal, I think, th- this year, too, um, to get more money up front. So, obviously, a situation to monitor. Lots of changes. Jalen Ramsey posted something cryptic about leaving the Rams as well. Wouldn't be surprised to see them just drop C4 all over the stadium and blow up the locker room um, and move some of those big contracts like Ramsey, like Donald. They'll obviously keep Stafford. 
Uh, maybe Allen Robinson. Uh, who knows? God, remember that guy? Oh, man. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, the Saints general manager, Mickey Loomis, said that Dennis Allen will be the New Orleans head coach in 2023. Not a Andy surprise Dalton there. wheels up. Yeah, that's another that's another um, organization that's going to be in transition. Michael Thomas looks like he's probably going to be let go after he just restructured his contract. Marshawn Lattimore is an older player. Jarvis Landry, um, Tyron Matthew. They just got that team is weirdly built like they thought they could compete this year and then they just couldn't. Um, so no idea what goes on there at quarterback um, going forward. Is it Jameis? Is it Andy Dalton? Is it a rookie? Is it Jimmy? G- I don't know. I mean, I don't really care, I guess. It should, um, be, it should be Jameis, personally. Like I agree with uh, that. Jameis and Olave disgusting. would be great. It it was great. That's even, the thing. Even like, what's-his-face, the rookie kid with the speedster, with the long touchdowns. Oh, the, uh, Rashid. Yeah, Shaheen. Rashid. Rahe- that would be Rahe- fun with Jameis Winston. Yeah, Rashid Wallace with the little spot on his head. It will be great. Oh, uh, man, Rashid Wallace. <laughs> you'll love to see it. Uh, the Patriots have announced that they plan to hire an offensive coordinator. Yeah, I put you. this in for you. Doug. Thank you. The, God. Best part, the best part is, is we're going to see Bill O'Brien back in the NFL. I think like it's almost a foregone conclusion in my, in my opinion, it's either, I think like, Kraft wants Bill O'Brien too. Yeah. And whatever Kraft wants, you know, he Kraft gets. Gets. Well, sometimes. Um, so that'll be interesting. Matt, Patricia, go, go up to the front <laughs> office and do the old Ernie Adams thing. Cause a defensive coordinator as the OC, that just didn't work out. Uh, it looks like they're going to keep Gerard Mayo. Don't know if they're going to give him the DC tag and then bump down Steve Belichick. Who knows? So there's a whole bunch of internal they drama. They should. Because um, Mayo's you know, been requested interviews for head coaches. He turned them down. So he's definitely going to stay with the Pats, I think. Mayo's so good. Like, you can use it on anything. You can he, you can <laughs> he's spread all over the field when he was a player, too. He's amazing. He's Every amazing. time I, I hear the word Mayo, I think of, um, what's that, Get Hard with Will Ferrell? Oh, yeah. With him and oh, Kevin yeah. Hart. Yeah. Yeah. I always think of that role like I, I feel like that role was a spin-off of like when he was Gata in uh Gata. Yeah. In um Gata don't play no shit. Yeah, that one. <laughs> what the hell was the name of that movie? I should know this. It was uh other Death guys. Pop. Yeah, other guys. I, I feel like that Gata character was like that. The they other guys is a top five it. movie, by the way, in my it's in my sneaky, books. sneaky, excellent. Yes. I I agree with you on that one. All right. You know what? The season has ended. If you've been a lazy commissioner and you're like, oh, I need to spend money and I need to get a belt and I need to get it customized and I need to do all these things for my league because it's the right thing to do. Commish, look me in the eyes. Talk to me. You're going to go on Trophy Smack. You're going to use code DHH ring. You're going to get a free $60 championship ring. You can do whatever you want with when you order a belt or a trophy. DHH ring, go and do it. For commissioners of non-football leagues, hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer, it's all customizable. They have the right trophy for everything. And if you're looking to get something for that loser in your league, thank you, Tyler, for modeling that. And that'll be mine sooner or later. Um, you losers in your league, you can get them something, too, for sucking and being terrible, Al. Al. <laughs> <laughs> from first to worst, bad. Al. Yikes. He got snapped. Uh, yeah. So Al, listen up. Code DHH ring on trophysmack.com. Do it now. All right. We're gonna get into accountability. Do we just wanna do I've I haven't listened back. I, I have not looked at the show sheet. I wanna kinda have a natural reaction at my own takes. Okay. And I don't remember your guys's, so let's All right, just this is good. Go what what we'll do order. is what we'll do is we'll start with Tyler. We'll do one of Tyler's Read the one show of James, sheet. It's on the show of, sheet. 
Yeah, don't let him read it. He doesn't know how to read. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh, I, I'll you put do... it in cram? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we'll go Tyler. One from Big Tyler, one blue from James, letters. one from me. And then we'll just keep doing We'll do one at a time and just yeah, do a, round, a red robin, Let's if you will. Uh, do it. All right. So, Tyler, your first hot take of the 2022 season was that the 2022 QB class will be better than the 2021 class. And James, he kept score on these. He said TBD. Tyler, what do you think? 2022 QB class. You said it was going to be better than last year. No. I, I mean, beside Trevor Lawrence really stepping up his game, you know, speaking of last night, coming back from a four interception game, coming back and just and, lighting uh, the world on fire. Fields being like QB5. Yeah, Fields running all over the field. He's not the passer. I do have faith in Kenny Pickett. I I actually think he will make a big set forward next year. But other than Pickett in this last draft class, I have my worries. I don't know if Ritter is it for Atlanta. I do think he has a Davis Mills type audition this coming year. He, he got better each and every game. And he'll have Kyle Pitts next year. Thank God. And then Malik Willis is going to take probably another 20 years to finally get the NFL game integrated. But uh, other than that, like Matt, Matt Coral's not it. They're probably going to draft somebody. There's, yeah. yeah, there's a lot more questions in this class. So that was definitely off. I think Pickett, though, in my opinion, it, it, it pretty much all depends on Trey Lance. We don't believe in Zach Wilson, but Trey Lance is the deciding factor. And I, I, I posted on Twitter. I said, what does San Francisco do? Like, that's going to be the most interesting story. Brock Purdy is a great quarterback in this system. Like, mm -hmm. he, I was telling you guys, his tape was bad. It was very bad. Anybody, that's why he the, was Mister Irrelevant? <laughs> anybody in the College of Canton leagues will tell you Brock Purdy was terrible last year. He was not good for Iowa State, and then yet he's doing this with Shanahan. But then yet we see Shanahan do this with players like C.J. Beathard and and other players. So like Nick Mullins. Nick, Nick Mullins, people thought Mullins yeah. could be a starting quarterback in this league, and then he goes to Minnesota and is dog crap. Like <laughs> he's yeah. a he's a backup. But yeah, Purdy and Trey Lance kind of situation is going to be very interesting. I I people say you know what if Trey Lance gets traded? In my opinion, I don't see that happening just no. because they have a great situation on their hand. They have very cheap quarterbacks, two of them. They have very bad injury history. You're not going to feel the loss of Garoppolo really at all now. Yeah, and, and Purdy could be a fantastic backup if, if Lance gets hurt, and Lance has not proven anything. I think they do throw Lance back in, Lance Bass back in, and uh, <laughs> and then Purdy will be the backup, and if Lance kind of falls on his face, they've got their quarterback. Like it, they've, They're in a great situation. San Francisco drafted very good, and they got a very good coach. You know, the interesting thing about this rookie class is almost every rookie quarterback started a game. Bailey Except Zappi, one. Skylar Thompson, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, like Purdy. What was the one that didn't? Sam Howell. And this no, is the... he started in week 18. He started oh, week 18. Oh, they all started a game, I'm pretty sure. Matt Coral yes. did not. Oh, Matt Coral. Yeah, but he got but hurt. that's injury, he so that's hurt. an asterisk. Yeah. And Howell started in 2023. Did. That is my favorite part. Washington Commanders realize they have a good quarterback in-house. They don't need to go out and draft somebody. They realize they got something in Sam Howell, and they're they're actually giving him a chance, which... Well, we'll see. They are. Like, I like the way that they kept him on the back burner. 
throughout the season you, just because be of the playoff on run. that team so it could be interesting to see what happens for sure uh, all right let's yeah. move on to james's first hot take of the season it wasn't too far off on this one james said that saquon barkley of his new york giants that just just beat the minnesota vikings in the playoffs i don't know if you heard hey. that um but he said that saquon would be the rb1 overall he finished as the rb5 so not too far off james that's pretty good yeah yeah not not too bad you know I mean, Saquon, we all knew that he was going to be the focal point of this offense going forward. And just because they had no receivers. Well, we didn't start out like that. We had some receivers in the beginning and we saw that continue to change throughout the season. Kenny Galladay just played the game today. Zero reception, zero targets. Shocker. (laughs) You know, so that that's something that we, you know, we have to still deal with. We're not going to be able to get rid of him right away. But with Saquon coming up with 1300 yards and over 300 receiving yards. I I think this continues. I think they can they re-sign Saquon Barkley moving forward. He looked electric. Two touchdowns today against the Vikings. I know the defense isn't that good. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> they, um, they don't have how, a defense. However, however, I I think we're looking at a turnaround for the franchise. It all started with coach Brian Dable and it's going to continue into the 2023 season. For those of you that bought low, on Saquon Barkley in the offseason last year, you will be rewarded moving forward with a fresh new contract in 2023. Absolutely. All right, so let's move to my first one. It was that Kirk Cousins of the aforementioned Minnesota Vikings would be a top five QB in 2022. Not too far off. He finishes QB nine, so he was a QB one. I thought with you know Cousins, with uh, O'Connell's offense, they trade for TJ Hawkinson, which was really big for Cousins. And it looks like Hawkinson is going to be an absolute stud oh, going yeah. forward for the Vikings. I mean, he could easily be tight end two next year. I mean, we don't know what the Ravens are going to look like, right? And He's definitely going to be in that I'm conversation. Out on still. But yeah, Hawkinson. He finished as four. tight end two. Yeah, he should be a top four tight end easily going into next year. So if you bought low on TJ Hawkinson in the offseason, um, because the Lions weren't really using them. This was probably one of the best trades for dynasty purposes in the whole during the whole season uh, to see Hawkinson stock go way up. TJ Stockinson is what they say. So- is it a, is it a credential now? And I was thinking about this during the game today when I'm seeing his long curly hair. He reminds me of Greg Dolchik. Um, is that a is that like a, a what's that? Um, Remember George Kittle used to have long hair. Too. Yeah, Kittle used to have long hair. I, I don't know. Is that like a, a thing that you have to do now in for a tight end? You have to have long hair. I mean, some of them do, some of them don't. I don't. I don't know. I guess <laughs> okay. it's a personal okay. preference, All right. if you will. So yeah, so not too far TJ off on Kirk Cousins. So I felt pretty good about that in retrospect. All right, Tyler's next one. James Cook will be a top twelve running back, which was very bold. Uh, very uh, and that means in that means in dynasty like like draft ranks, not in the season. Um, He'd be a top 12 running back. DLF currently has him as RB 26. So he's just outside the running back two space. But I think this one could be in the off season. He could definitely, he could definitely creep up into RB two because Devin Singletary is a free agent. There's not really much else on that depth chart uh, at the moment. It looked, it looked bleak to start the season and his average yards this, per touch were number one in the NFL at the position, I believe. The, and then as the season went on, you saw the trust and the explosiveness that I saw on, on tape. And it just seems like, you know, James Cook got a little more comfortable with the system and trusted himself and his talent. And the bills did the same. And you kind of saw it kind of 
come forth. And all my James Cook shares are very happy for it going into 2023. I am very pumped to see a full season of what we saw the past five weeks. Yeah, I think in week 14, we saw the great usage, and then we wanted to see that the rest of the season. And then in week 15, I started him in Scott Fishbowl, and he scored like three points, and I was all sorts of pissed. Because <laughs> um, I was like, this is the transition. They're going to use Cook. And then they didn't. I was like, the Bills would just establish the run. They just refused to run on a consistent basis, which, I mean, you also have Josh Allen at quarterback, so he's going to do a lot of rushing too. Um, but yeah, definitely annoying. And I think James Cook uh, stock is going to be going up all spring and summer. So I like that one. All right. Speaking of the Bills, James had one. Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs both finished Ooh, as wide on receiver this. ones. Diggs, <laughs> wide receiver four. So ding, ding, 50%, ding. percent right. You got that one right. Davis... Almost out of the wide receiver three conversation, he finished at wide receiver 34 and is one of the more frustrating players to roster all season long because he was boom or bust. I like I like the fact that, you know, this didn't really hit that the fact that he did a he played great today in the in the Buffalo Bills versus Miami game. Um I think that his stock can still continue to rise a little bit. And if it does in the off season, I'm selling like that. That's it. I've experienced that. I've already sold from Gabe Davis <laughs> that I'm, I'm excited. He's an exciting player. Like you said, boomer bust though. I'm you, you feel the bust a little bit more than the boom. And that's what scares you. Um, he does have notoriety name notoriety within during the playoffs. He's a great receiver. Yeah. I mean, but, we need that more consistency throughout the season. And I don't think it does happen with all the weapons on this offense. I mean, Isaiah McKenzie, we saw Cole Beasley get in the end zone today. Um, Shakir. Yeah. Yeah. Khalil, Khalil Shakir. Khalil Shakir. And obviously, Stefan Diggs isn't going anywhere. And I think uh, Tyler was right with his statement saying James Cook is going to take a step in the right direction next year. We saw it on the field today. Um, it, it all depends on on what's going on. I don't think it, I don't think Gabe Davis is going to continue to rise, but if he does, I'm getting rid of him. Their their draft is going to be interesting because I could see them, you know, late first, maybe even second round, trying to go for a bigger named receiver, somebody with high upside. If somebody falls like uh, Jackson Smith Njigba because of uh, the 40 time, if he falls, kind of like Juju did. Keyshawn Boutte. Yeah, Keyshawn Boutte would be a perfect fit for them because he's ultra-talented, just has kind of an attitude problem. And if there's a system I'd want him to go to, it's definitely the Bills. And he'd be like a Gabe Davis plus-plus because he can do a little more than Gabe can. I mean, yeah, Gabe Davis, he doesn't he doesn't call for a lot of money. He was a, a later-round draft pick, so that helps out there. Um, they are actually below the league average with cap money for next year. So that that is something to keep an eye on as well. I don't think they go out and and automatically replace him. I no, think I'm he's found draft. his spot in yeah. the in the offense. And I think he will be around for the at least the next two years. Yeah, I mean, Gabe Davis, arguably the player with the most hype in the offseason after the four touchdown game Big against drop. Kansas City. Big drop. Um, yeah, for sure. All right. My next one, this one that was a was a was a whiff. Um, Cole Komet leads all tight ends in receptions and has over a hundred with a thousand yards. Um, I got off to a slow start. He finishes a tight end one still, but not the tight end one. He, he had 64 targets, 46 receptions for 487 yards, started to get cooking with the touchdowns towards the end of the season. He finishes tight end 11. You know, my process on this one, I'll still defend because 
They just had Darnell Mooney. Allen Robinson moved on. They didn't draft anybody at the receiver position. So I was like, Cole Komet is going to get hyper-targeted like he did last year. And it just didn't work out. You know, they they changed the offense midway through the season and became even more run heavy with Justin Fields, who had, you know, the second most rushing guards of all time. Um, I still like Cole Komet quite a bit. Um, but this one was uh, you know, the process was good, but the end the end didn't didn't end up what I thought it would. So that's why it's a hot take. So boo to me. Let's move on. All right. Tyler's next one. Speaking of tight ends, I see a pattern here. Pat Fryermuff, tight end six in Dynasty. He's currently the tight end seven, up from the tight end nine. So pretty solid here, Tyler. What do you think uh, about Fryermuff going it forward? It was not a big of a hot take. Looking it was back a lukewarm. It was a, it was yeah. a mediocre. Like, take. I remember, yeah. I remember saying like top seven. It was You guys spicy. were giving me a hot, a hot, t- like a hard time for the hot take. So I moved it up one spot because I was naming off tight ends I'd put, <laughs> and I remember that. And I think I still think I'd have him around six or even five. Yeah. Uh, I know we had we kind of had a conversation about Dallas Goddard or Fryermuth, and I almost think I'd go Fryermuth. Just I mean, when, him, when it's him and Pickett, he gets yeah. almost a twenty five percent target share. But my only issue now is with the concussions because he had like thirteen more this season, <laughs> and Pat Fryermuth has a history of concussions. Yeah. So that is not a great thing to to kind of ride on. Uh, I know Dallas Goddard has one from a South Dakota bar he was in yes. about a year and a half ago. And got wrecked. But, <laughs> yes. But, yeah, I really like Pat Frymuth. I still think he's a super buy low in Dynasty because, in my opinion, I think he's got the opportunity to be a top six tight end in, in Dynasty. He's got the PPR ability and you know like you said doug when it's him and Pickett, it's six for 90 six for 80 and if you get that touchdown it's just great and he was down in the touchdown department this year i think he only ended with two or three and he had eight in his rookie year so um there'll be some positive regression next season for sure uh and that just passing touchdowns in general for the steelers deontay johnson had none on 140 targets like that's bonkers to me um so yeah so now our next one this is the highlight of the show. The spotlight is on James. This is the biggest hit. This is a sniper shot from 300 meters in Fortnite. No look, no scope. Boom, boom, boom. The biggest hit on all of this list, and especially because Tyler and I laughed James off the pod. We were. I like, felt so bad. Like I was going to put my letter of resignation in, and we were hoping Tyler we were was hoping like, you. Would. Tyler was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." Bust your chops all season long. Hey, hey, oh, we hey, get hey. So Pass much crap the tater tot hot dish, you know? Oh, we gave you so much crap for this. And so James said, Evan Ingram, just on the Jacksonville Jaguars, came over as a free agent, that he was going to be a top five tight end. And we belly laughed. He finished as the tight end five. He nailed it. Target acquired right in the center. He's tight end 17 in Dynasty, up from tight end 26, which tight end 26 is like you're dead um, at the tight end position. And even 17, that's going to go up because he just had a great playoff game. He finished the season as a league winner at the position. Should get re-signed. Should get re-signed. Like, James, this is all you. Talk about Evan Ingram. The spotlight's on you. This is all you, bud. I mean, it goes back to before the season started where we look at – coach Doug Peterson's track record of playing the uh, the tight ends and making them part of the offense moving forward. And he's done it in the past. He did it with Zach Ertz. He did it with Dallas, Dallas Goddard. And it just, it transferred right over to Jacksonville. 
he knew what he wanted to do with when he went out and got Evan Ingram in the offseason. They gave him a one-year prove-it deal for $9 million, which is not a small little prove-it deal. That is, we need you on this team. And it's come to fruition. We see them with the huge upset yesterday um, up against the Chargers, which was unbelievable, Doug, because I know we were talking and you said, yeah, oh, yeah, I turned it off at halftime. It was just ridiculous. It was a blowout. Mm-hmm. And we saw the third highest comeback in NFL playoff history due to the fact that Evan Ingram was on the field doing his thing and no he he was it wasn't a one-man show like we saw him do throughout the season he had those big two touchdown games over 100 plus yards and it's going to keep him in the in the top tight end uh, conversation moving forward the way the offense is grinding the way that Trevor Lawrence looks for him in the middle of the field and near the red zone in I'm sorry in the goal line in the in the end zone yes end zone just to move the ball forward he is definitely a weapon that will be re-signed and i think his success has finally taken the turn uh for the better and it, it moves forward going uh from here yep yeah year what five or six breakout kind of year like five Joker. breakout year yeah. five and he's what 38 years old or so oh <laughs> tyler you're such a hater man he's, 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 he's 28 He's a He's tight 28. end. So tight ends can play for a while. So, so he can yeah. for the next five years be on uh yeah, three on the Jaguars. And I, I think he does. I mean, he was out for a while uh for an injury. He did not gel well with eight different coaches that we had in New York. Uh and I, I I'm happy for ge- him. He didn't gel well with the football. The he caught the football mm, this year. Maybe it was someone throwing at him the football that he didn't like. Well, I mean when you watch the Giants tape, it was hitting him right in the hand. So maybe he was using too much gel. Maybe. <laughs> we use right. a lot of gel here in Jersey. <laughs> that is very true. All right, let's move on. My next hot take, and this one was uh, pretty spot on. It, it's a miss, but it's only by one. Isaiah Pacheco, who is another hot name as the summer went on before the season. He was looking good in preseason. So my hot take was that Isaiah Pacheco would finish outside the top 40 running backs. I was close. He finished at RB 39 and that's really thankful to Jarek McKinnon <laughs> stealing all the touchdowns. I thought Pacheco looked good. They didn't use him in the passing game and McKinnon was getting all the touchdowns. Um, and you know, I knew that Hilaire was still on the roster. I thought that this was going to be a little bit of a bounce back season from Hilaire. Pacheco's a seventh round rookie running back. So where he's between where he's being drafted is like a late sleeper and redraft and people were going bonkers for him in dynasty. Pretty spot on. You know, I was only off by one spot. You got this one pretty well, may I add. I, I will give you that. The fact that you you said top, uh, outside the top 40, he finishes at running back 39. However, you did see, did you did say that you were going to have a bounce back season for CEH. And we were talking about how Ronald Jones was on the bubble and McKinnon was, you made a slight comment on yeah. Jarek McKinnon. And I wish that comment was a little bit stronger because I would have check marked it as a, a, a total win. But yeah, I mean, you, you pretty much hit this one, but I think Isaiah Pacheco moving forward, man, he was worth it. We talked about it on the episode, I think pro- a- after our hot takes where I said, I paid a second for Isaiah Pacheco. And now it turns out that it was a really late second in a 14 team league mm-hmm. where I'm, I'm getting, what now I, you should now I, you should flip him while you can because yeah one hundred percent if I round can move seven up to running backs or, or second, UDFA running backs let's go through them that maybe had one good season or two good seasons didn't last Philip Lindsay it, it's Miles just, Gaskin it, yeah. <laughs> Chris Carson 
Yeah, I mean, Nate, you don't you don't need to name them all, but yeah, like James Robinson is a is James a big Robinson. Time. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell is another one where everybody Fifth thought runner, he was yeah. going to be the guy. Um, yeah, it's it's clear as day you should put him on the block and running backs. Obviously, the second they hit their quote unquote top value, you try to to flip mm-hmm. them because yeah, and, and Ceh is still going to be on that roster. Oh, for one I'm, more year, I'm out. I'm out. Oh, I'm out too, but it's going to affect. It's going to affect Pacheco for sure. You hurt me too much. Because McKinnon, if he, McKinnon comes back, it's going to be on a cheap deal. McKinnon like, has to come back on like a, a veteran minimum. He's going to be 31. Yeah, no but one's hey, going to want him. We saw Cordell Patterson. What if Cordell Patterson goes to Kansas City? Uh, that, could, like that, that could be fun. That could be fun. They're going to need to do something. Yes. They'll figure it out. All right, let's go back to Tyler and his terrible takes. Sorry, Tyler. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I. They probably are. Uh, Wandale Robinson would be the best statistical rookie wide receiver. One dolly. He finished at wide receiver 110 through week six through 11. He was wide receiver 45. He did have that one big game over 100 yards and then tore his Achilles ACL. It was ACL. <sighs> yeah. ah, that's right. So, yeah, this one, especially because this rookie class, man, this rookie class was. Yeah, nice you look back at the stats position. for this rookie class and like because I, I have Olave and Garrett Wilson on and I'm like, God, how much lower did Olave finish than Garrett Wilson? And I'm like, wow, they were very close. Like both over a thousand yards. Man. I was I was shocked at that. Uh, Drake London showed some promise at the end of the year with Ritter. Yeah, this this rookie class is going to be a good one. And and I I, I should have put this as a hot take, even though because everybody is all pumped up about the 23 class. And I said multiple times, even on Twitter, like, hey, if you want a receiver, get the ones in this class because next year is not going to be as good. And uh, yeah, if you if you listen to me, uh, uh, yeah, like that, I did not like anybody in like Quentin Johnson. Like you said, I don't I'm not a big fan. He's like a Kevin White type player. I was just going to say I get <laughs> Kevin White vibes from him for some and reason. Then, and then like Najigba, I get Juju Smith-Schuster vibes like he could be the mm. good version. But um, and then, yeah, there's uh, Addison. He reminds me of Kelvin Ridley, which is fine. But you yeah. could go get Kelvin Ridley for half or even less than Third the price of, the of what yeah. of what he will be. So yeah, I was a huge fan of this class. Garrett Wilson, uh, I've loved since he was a freshman, and yeah, I'm I'm very happy about that. But yeah, uh, let's move. It on. was a hot take. It was yes. a hot take. Let's move on. Next one for James was Kenneth Walker. Was this a, a top three running back all time rookie season? Is that what this was? All time rookie season rushing yards, yes. Okay. And you said he'd go over sixteen hundred yards as a rookie. He hit what? Like over over a thousand though, right? He had over a thousand. Yeah. Um I was doing some math on it and I was trying to figure out a way if he could do it, but no, he did not he did not start early enough in the season. We he saw had the injury early. Yeah, yeah. He was dealing with an injury. We saw Rashad Penny. Take oh, over Penny for the got first hurt. Strange. quarter of the season, and then he came on. So I, I mean, he didn't break a thousand yards on the ground. He had over a thousand yards all purpose, but that doesn't cut it. I still think Kenneth Walker is one of the best running backs in this class. I had said it over and over again that he was going to be a very valuable asset for your dynasty teams. We saw him fall in a couple of later startup. Uh, or rookie drafts late first in, in general yes and and i think uh if you were able to get him 
towards the back end of the first round last year. You are rewarded moving forward. In startups, I think right now he's a top five running back. Um, He's up there right now. I mean, he showed off. Like, he really doesn't have too much competition in that backfield. Um, We don't know the – I mean, Rashad Penny, he was – this was his one year to prove it. He was on the last year of his deal. He's still injury-ridden. And currently, Kenneth Walker sits as the RB3 in Dynasty, which – is very, very nice. One spot ahead of Saquon Barkley on, on uh, Dynasty League football. It will and, change. Bijan's coming in. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I'm sure it will. But before Bichon. that happens, before you get the landing spot of Bijan, would you be willing to sell Kenneth Walker for a mid-first? No, I'm hanging on to Ken Walker. Like it, Pretty much you're saying mid-first, it's uh, Jameer Gibbs or Ken Walker. And I get Gibbs pass-catching upside is great. But Ken Walker has proven it, and he's on a team that wants to run the ball. So, yeah, give me Ken Walker. Yeah, especially with a, a younger offensive line that they'll probably add to because they yeah. have no needs, really, with Geno playing well. For sure. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to my next one, and this is probably my best one. Yeah, this is my best one. The Rams offense underperforms ADP at every single position. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? They sure did. I said that the Rams were going to be not great following up their Super Bowl win. Their but offensive why? line why was did trash. You say that? Yeah, there it is. The their offensive, offensive line. line was trash. So who did we see lose value? Allen Robinson, Matt Stafford, Cam Akers, although he did regain a little bit at the end of the season. He still lost value from the beginning of the season. Tyler Higby, Van Jefferson, Cooper Cup. He lost value too. Like he's slid down a little bit in the dynasty rankings. He's at wide receiver like five or six now where he was wide receiver one or two. So this whole Rams offense nailed it. I avoided it in almost all my leagues because I had a feeling it was going to be poop. I smelt the poop. I looked at the poop and I confirmed it was poop. It was really poop. You yes. poop, poop mouth, you poop mouth. God damn it, Ron. Talk about my city. Yeah. So that's my biggest one. I was adamant about the Rams offense underperforming. Bam! Nailed it. All right, Tyler. Your last one here. Justin Fields will finish as QB5. You nailed it. He finished quick throwing. He finished as QB5 at the end. He's Dynasty QB8 right now. I did it. I won. God damn it, I did it, guys. (laughs) I won. You know what? This is the last episode ever of Dynasty. (laughs) I'm walking tall. I'm leaving up. I don't want to Tom Brady and just suck. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to leave on a good note. Yes. Uh, Yeah. I didn't think it'd be like this, (laughs) but it's nice. He Lamar Jackson did. I have him in a league and I at first was like, I need to, I need to trade him. But man, there's rumors flowing around that Michael Pittman and one Oh five. I think the Colts have. Michael Pittman in 105 to go get that 101 so the, the Colts can go get their quarterback. There's rumors of that floating around. Uh, there's They've got to get a weapon, and I think with that 101 pick in their hands when they, they don't need back. a quarterback, gotta they're going to trade, trade back. back, and they could get a lot. Like They could get the world, especially if C.J. Stroud declares or you know, you know Bryce Young, everything kind of pans out with him and him being the second coming of the Lollipop Guild with Kyler Murray. <laughs> I can't even stand that dude's name anymore. Kyler Murray just makes my skin uh, crawl. There's rumors that Bryce Young is like 180 pounds at five foot ten. That is not good. It's like like Devonta Smith playing quarterback. Yeah, 
Uh, Devonta Smith is six one. <laughs> That's yeah, a yeah. bigger <laughs> issue. That's true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting offseason with quarterbacks. But Chicago does not need one because Justin Fields no. has proven proven that he could be a guy like because there are games later on when he was running like to go on to the NFL aspect of it he was actually helping them almost win games they were so close but their defense was a sieve and just kind of let them have the game-winning field goal or touchdown so Chicago would lose yep all right let's move on to James's last one he had Jared Goff would be dynasty QB 15 uh, he's currently dynasty quarterback 23, still too low in my opinion. Up Very. from QB, up from QB 33, which is outside of the starters, by the way. Um, just 32 teams in the NFL, and uh, he finished QB 10 on the season. I was with you on this one because I was all about Jared Goff at that ADP. I acquired him as in a bunch of leagues that I could. So yeah, I love this one, and I I don't think they make a move. I got a quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, going in 2023. Would you rather have Jared Goff or Kirk Cousins? Jared Goff. Give me Goff. And because and, Kirk Cousins, there's questions as much as, you know, there's questions with Goff. Cousins, I think he's got one more year on his deal. Goff, they've kind of committed to 2023. Goff is also very young. He's, young. What, he's like five, 27. He's like five years younger than at least. Yeah, five or six. Mm-hmm. And if Goff can play like Cousins is, like the only issue for the Vikings was defense, and Detroit has figured out their defense. So yeah, I think Goff is. And a they very... also have two nice picks. <laughs> Goff is a sneaky buy. Like um, he has been for a year. Yeah. <laughs> it, would you rather have like say you're in a super flex league and your only need is a quarterback? Would you give up a late first for Goff? Yeah. In this class, yes. Yeah, I think I would too. But yeah, and this, I don't, I don't like this class outside of the top ten or eleven right now. I, mean, I think I like they Richardson extend Lewis, him. But, I I think know. they extend his contract, even though it's a pricey price tag. He is but a great price for quarterback I think, in this. I think he fits. I think he fits this offense. Not to say that like they built around him. They didn't exactly do that. But what they did was put him in a good position to succeed. All right, Let's they have hope. a good culture there in Detroit. Yeah. They they believe in one another. They lean on each other. They got rid of Hawkinson, which Good in weapons. the beginning of the season was like, oh, you know, we need this Hawkinson thing. And I, I'm picking this up for an alley-oop for Doug for his next uh, hot take. But I, I think this team, we haven't seen the last of them. I, I think they're going to be on the rise in the next couple of years. We see Green Bay on the downfall. I think we've seen Minnesota peak. I think Detroit's uh, going to be potential. the favorite to win I the think, division next year. I, I, I mean, I would Jameson put money Williams, on it. Jameson Williams, healthy. Two, they have two top 12 picks. Yeah, I right. think they continue to re reassess the offensive line. Oh, they're going to get a big and, time player on defense. Yeah. And, yeah. A, and a, yeah, that's again. I mean, that the addition of Aiden Hutchinson, this, this franchise just needs one more pass rusher and they're going oh to make God. some real noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Williams on one side and Hutchinson on the other. Good night. Mm-hmm. I, if you don't have two book and tackles, you're screwed. Yeah. So I've got two more uh, hot takes to wrap up mine. These were kind of well. I had one at the end that actually worked out really well. Um, the one James was alluding to was with the Lions. All the talk was Amon Ross St. Brown's finish at the end of the season was because there was no Hawkinson. He was the only guy. If you watched Amon Ross St. Brown play football. You know that he was very, very good at football. He should have never lasted into the fourth round in the NFL draft. 
stupid GMs everywhere. The Lions took advantage. He finishes wide receiver seven, 100 receptions, 1,100 yards, and six touchdowns. He's currently the dynasty wide receiver eight. My hot take was that out of anybody in dynasty at the wide receiver position, he would gain the most value from when we recorded until now. And guess what? He did just that. He went from wide receiver. I think he was in the late teens or early 20s. Yeah, he was a, a high-end wide receiver too. Yeah, and uh, and he's all the way up to wide receiver eight in Dynasty. And p- there's people, even in, I've listened to a couple redraft uh, podcasts, and they're talking about 2023 and rankings. And people have Amon Ross St. Brown like fringe first round, early second round in redraft. So like the, the it's only going to go up especially with a healthy Jamison Williams. If they even if they draft the tight end, they're not going to use him. Let's be honest. If they draft Michael Mayer, cool for real football, not great for dynasty. We know what happens when Detroit drafts tight ends. They don't feature them. They don't use them as much as we'd like. So I'd fade that. But Amon Ross St. Brown, target hog, consistent, safe floor. He didn't have as many of those big ceiling games like he did in 2021 this year, but the talent is there. He was banged up a few weeks with the ankle. Love Amon Ross St. Brown. So I'm I'm loving how that take worked out. And the next my last one that I that I snuck in there was that Christian Kirk finishes as a wide receiver too. He finished at wide receiver 14. And for a lot of the season, he was a wide receiver one. So for me, it was they paid him big money and everyone freaking laughed at the deal that they paid Christian Kirk. And he came out and he balled between him. Zay Jones and Evan Ingram, it gave Trevor Lawrence the weapons that he needed to have an amazing year too. A healthy Travis Etienne helped. Like we said, they're going to get Ridley next year. Marvin Jones is out the door. Jacksonville is the team obviously up and coming. They, you know, we, we saw what they did yesterday in the playoffs. We saw Trevor Lawrence's poise. When I said last year that remember Peyton Manning's rookie season and how bad it was, and I compared it to Trevor Lawrence's rookie season, and then Peyton Manning turned it around. It's exactly what Trevor Lawrence has done. So that's why you buy low on a generational talent who had a shit coach, Urban Meyer, and brings in Doug Peterson, who knows what he's doing. So that was an easy take. So going back to your Amon Ra take, uh, we remember Jarvis Landry, who was a fantastic PPR wide receiver. You're yeah. talking about Miami, Jarvis Lane. When he when he had like five yards per catch. When when, <laughs> and, but he was a hundred catches, yep. uh, like right around a thousand yards, and people were all like, "Oh, I don't like he's Jarvis Lane. Yeah, he's boring. But yet he always ended up high end wide, wide receiver, receiver two. two. High end wide receiver two. That is Amon Ra, but Amon Ra has a little more juice to him, I think. And the thing is with uh, having Jarvis. He's always undervalued. So I think Amon Ra's kind of got that feel to him. He's always going to be that guy that is going to be a little undervalued. And people are always going to be like, well, I'm not sure. I was that guy last year. I'll admit, he didn't make I, many big plays this year. So I think that's probably going to insulate that. I'll, take. I'll, yeah. I'll admit I was kind of off of it. I thought because Swift and Hawkinson were out, I was one of them. He succeeded. And I loved Amon Ra St. Brown from the get-go. I was a massive fan as a freshman at USC. But I just... What after the rookie year, I'm like, I don't know if I can trust this. And that was on me. So good on you, Doug. And uh, I like these episodes because not only can we kind of be like, wow, I should have seen that coming. But it's also nice to look like, at wow, your hits. I should have listened to Doug and James. It's also looking at your hits as well. <laughs> and Tyler. Because as, Justin feels right. Give him because some as, much, as much as we swing and miss helping you guys out. 
we do hit a lot more often, but a lot of people, you know, in social media and stuff like to point out our misses more than our hits. So when we come out here and we do talk about our hits, we're not gloating per se. We're just telling you guys like, Hey, we can help you. We are here to help you. And if you do listen to us, we hope you did and you have succeeded and won championships like uh, we all have this year, except James, sorry, you'll, you'll get it next year. <laughs> Four finals didn't win a damn one, but, but I got the Evan Ingram hot take, right? So, That's you know, true. I'll, I'll, I'll relax all off season. We all you should get a custom belt made one. just for With Evan Ingram's picture on it. With his stats. Yeah. How about in a giant jersey though? tight end five no 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 no. i'm gonna i already ordered the the jaguars jersey did I you mean, that's nice yeah yeah no i do like the number I should seven. like should. i was kind of against the whole single digits tight end like kyle pitts i was like ah, i don't know if i like it i do like the 17 though like that for me i was like okay i can live with that that's not i terrible. mean the amon rob st brown take that doug had was was crazy in the sense that the numbers that you went along with it. You said 110 receptions. He had 100 receptions on 137 targets. That's what gave me the wow factor of your hot take, the fact that he almost hit that mark. Um, 1,300 yards, you said. He came, He fell short of that, but yeah. he was dealing with some injury. Uh, he only played 15 games throughout the season. Yeah, he didn't have many big explosive plays like he did. And the touchdowns 21. were down from your, from your prediction. You know However... However, the fact that he finished last year as wide receiver 24 and moved up to wide receiver seven and gained so much dynasty value as he did that with not hitting his full ceiling potential, I don't think. I think he can have better better seasons than the one that we just saw. I mean, they were still adjusting that offense on an every game basis, and I and he is still a main benefactor of the passing game. So this is going to continue, and so I wouldn't be surprised if if his stock just continues to climb. So also, it's going to help him out is Jameson Williams stretching the field. Like, oh yeah, you know what happens when you have a guy that fast? Like he was coming off an ACL and he was flying past people. The, yeah, the he looks good. Yeah. He is so fast. You know what's going to help that pulling that safety with a corner because he burns a corner. And Amaraz is going to be right in that little bubble where he's going to have nobody around him. That's going to be Detroit's game plan. My my hope is that if Ben Johnson does leave because he is a fantastic OC, they are kind of building within. Like they have somebody in waiting within that organization, which I do think they build that way. Maybe we see Brunel come up and be the OC, which would be a fine addition because what he's done with Goff too shouldn't mm-hmm. be overlooked because Brunel with Goff, he's done great work. So... This whole entire Detroit offense is going to be awesome and very frustrating for me as a Vikings fan because they. Yeah, I, sure. I agree with you, Doug. I do think they will have this division next year. Yeah. And, and you know, the, th- the thing about Amon Ross St. Brown, he reminds me of a more athletic Keenan Allen in the role that he can okay. play on that team. Yeah. Just being a target monster. He's a smart player. He knows how to get open. He knows to look for the soft zone. He's the quarterback's best friend. And that's what Keenan Allen's been all these years. And, you know, Keenan Allen in his heyday was a lock for a hundred ninety to hundred catches, a thousand yards, five to eight touchdowns. And I think Amon Ra's got more than that, but that's kind of the role that I see him playing in that offense with more explosive plays. Cause Keenan Allen's never been explosive. Let's be honest, but he's a precise, a precise route runner who's super smart. And that is Amon Ross St. Brown. So that's kind of what I look at him as uh Keenan Allen with the juice, if you will, would be my, um, would be my definition. And speaking of juice, 
if you're, you know, you're still looking to get that edge and you're still looking to play some fantasy football, the good news is you still can on underdog. You can go on there. You can do a pick them where it's all different prop bets. You can pick five bet 10 for win 200. I got close three times this season on those and I lost by like five yards and I'm still salty about it. I'd like to add something to this. Absolutely. Because tonight, as long as, as my players keep doing well this week, I will advance to the second round of the gauntlet, which is their playoff tournament. It just closed uh, yesterday afternoon before the game started, but it's uh, it was a 10 man, uh, 10 player teams with uh, six teams in each division. And I didn't know what I was getting into, but it's best ball, baby. And I hit on a bunch. TJ Hawkinson hit for me. Saquon Barkley hit for me. Trevor Lawrence hit for me. Uh, These are the players that, you know, you didn't expect them to move forward, but I'm going to gain a little bit more next week. So I'm really happy about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got a multiplier, right? Yeah, you got a multiplier. you, You don't No, I don't think it's a multiplier. I think it's a week by week situation. Oh, okay, but still, um, and if you fun way hit, to play, if you are top in your division, you move on to the next week, and as long as you move make it to the second round, you get your money back. So yeah. I'm happy about that as well. And use code DHH, you'll get up to $100 matched right away. So if you can only spend 25 bucks, you'll get 25 bucks of free play. So you have 50 bucks to play with. Lots and lots of fun. And then if you're into baseball and other sports, they have all of that stuff on there as well. Um, if you're a true sycophant and you play all the sports and all the betting. Best of luck to you, but use code DHH when you do that, and they'll match up to $100. I want to give a shout-out to the Dynasty Nerds as well. Uh, shout-out to Rich's basement that got flooded. Hopefully, that's going to oh, be no. all. Yeah, hopefully, that's going to be all taken care of. We had a, a pipe burst, and stuff got wet, which is never fun. And water has been main enemy of a lot of the houses I've lived in, so I I feel that. So check out Dynasty Nerds uh, and the Nerd Herd. We get 15% off using code DHH. There's trade tools. There's an extra Nerd Herd episode, Prospect Film Room. Prospect scores and the Dynasty GM. Just a lot of cool stuff on there. And while you're on nerdherd.com or dynastynerds.com, rather, go on Verdi and Global. You're looking to pick up a sweatshirt. You're looking to pick up a shirt, a hat. Check it out. Code You can use DHH, search Dynasty Happy Hour. You can find all your needs on there. And while you're still on the internet, because I'm going to ask you to do things, and you're probably going to be like, Doug, shut up and just end the episode. While you're on iTunes, if you listen to us through there, leave a review. Let us know how we did. Were the dad jokes strong? Were they not enough? Were we not trying to be cool? Were we trying to be too cool? I still think about that guy that left that review. I want to Calm punch, down, punch, Steve Buscemi. Punch him right in the face. <laughs> so I'm going to go to his house and be like, did you say this? Were like, our takes not like hot a Jay, enough? Like a Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> Are you ladies man 217? No, that's transformed. Anywho. All right. That's going to wrap us up today for the Dynasty Happy Hour. We will be back next week. Doug, Tyler, James, we're out of here. We'll see you next week. Later, guys.